This is It Was a Thing on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Episode 252, submission number 2074, Darkman. Darkman is an unsold pilot based on the movie of the same name from 1992 for Fox. He formed as a scientist reborn as a superhero. Gains the ability to take any shape that justice will allow him at the very cost of his being able to feel, well, anything. This is the story of Dr. Peyton Westlake, a scientist who is everyone and no one. A scientist who is everywhere and no one. A scientist who is Darkman. This was like the cult movie of 1990. Yep. And after remembering having seen it with my father back in 1990, I finally get it. I finally understand why. It was a cult movie. It was Batman without being Batman. It was The Shadow without being The Shadow. It was Sam Raimi's Up Yours to Hollywood. I'll just make my own superhero movie. With blackjack and hookers. Yeah, it's basically what Sam did 12 years before he actually did a superhero movie. Of course, would be Spider-Man. But he did it without Rob Taper, his partner, who I believe he would work with uh, further in Universal for Hercules and Xena, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, yeah, because we've we talked about Hercules and Xena in the past since they were both of course we have. Sam Raimi productions. And, of course, I think in Into the Spidey Reverse Episode 1, we mentioned Lucy Lawless has a brief cameo in the first Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. But before Sam Raimi could become Sam Raimi, he had to convince a bunch of Hollywood steps that his idea of a noir superhero totally disfigured by an accident as a result of a crime was actually worth a look on television. Again, this is a cult movie. A very well-done cult movie. But could it work as a weekly series? Well, obviously not, because this didn't get picked up. Right. There's only one way to find out. You don't know unless you try. I think the main problem here is it's a half hour. Well, this is more like a pitch film than a pilot because supposedly there was a two hour pilot movie done. And it seems like half an hour is too short and two hours is way too long. Yeah. Didn't that movie become one of the two made for video sequels? Yeah, they did Darkman 2, The Return of Durant, and then they did Darkman 3, Die, Darkman, Die, which was released in 96. Don't know if this is actually based on the uh, pilot, so Darkman 2. Possibly, I'm not sure. Who who played uh, Darkman in the pilot, Chico? Uh, I'm glad you asked that question. Darkman in the pilot, Peyton Westlake, was played by a man by the name of Christopher 
Bowen. And Christopher Bowen doesn't have much of the way of credits, at least on this side of the Atlantic, but he was Mordred in four episodes of Doctor Who from 1989. Oh, what's I believe he- that would be the Battlefield serial. Oh, okay, that's the return of... Um... It was the last with uh, Nicholas Courtney as, as Brigadier. Brigadier Lethbridge Stewart, yeah. Okay, in the uh, Darkman 2 Return of Durant made-for-video movie, uh, Arnold Vosloo plays Dr. Peyton Westlake, so it's not the pilot, Darkman 2. But, hey, Chico, playing the character of Laurie Brinkman in Darkman 2, we talked about the Sam Raimi connections with Lucy Wallace yes. and Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Renee, Renee O'Connor's in Darkman 2. Uh, Gabrielle from Xena, Warrior Princess. Yeah, that's right. As we all know in Xena, Warrior Princess, we totally know that Xena and Gabrielle were totally more than just friends, if you know what I mean. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. You know you're thinking that. Don't cover your face in shame. Just for the record, he did that, not me. Don't blame me. I was. I did not want to suggest that. He said that. Hey, he, hey, I, I am not. I'm not blaming you, Greg. I am not. Now, the pilot also had this secondary character named Jenny, who was a police officer, and she was played by Kathleen York, who was a that lady from that thing. Although nowadays she could be found on In the Dark. On the CW. What the heck is in the dark? It's a gritty crime drama. No, wait, Chico, you said that she played a police officer? She played a police officer named Jenny. Unless my math is wrong, she was 17 years old when she starred in this. In what? 1990, in 1992? Born May 11th of 1975. Huh. Weird. That's a young police officer, just saying. Well, people look old back in 1992. Yep. And then you have the uh, third character, which would be the character of Durant, played by Larry Drake, who is of this role for him. It's more like he is the kingpin. He even looks like the kingpin. Well, he's reprising it from the movie. Exactly. And also, Larry Drake, you would best know from L.A. Law, and you know what that means. Not another Pulaski episode. I really don't want to talk about it. Ah! Oh! Oh! oh my god! Oh, we just stepped right into it, didn't we? Yeah. No, yeah. So did Diana Moldara. Good night, everybody! Oh, jeez. Larry Drake on L.A. Law played the, um... Benny. The Benny. Simple... The simple law clerk. Yeah. Emphasis who, on the word special. Simple. No, not special. Simple. Oh, simple. Okay. But yeah, I mean, this is Larry Drake reprising his role as the sort of kingpin of crime in the city. And the direct cause of Paston Westlake losing feeling everywhere and going absolutely berserk. This will all be ironed out in the uh, pilot. But that's basically 
the story of Darkman, in a nutshell. A brilliant doctor, Peyton Westlake, was looking for synthetic skin to help, to help burn him. victims. Yes. The reigning crime boss, Robert Durant, causes an explosion that kills, well, in the movie, it kills his partner, but in the series, it kills his wife and leaves him horribly disfigured. But not before he finds the secret to synthetic skin. However, the problem is unfortunately this, this only lasts for 99 minutes. Why 99 minutes exactly? I don't know. That's what they said. It's 99 minutes, so let's go with it. Yeah. In the movie, they make it past 100 minutes, and they surmise that it's because of the synthetic skin being photosensitive. But that is not expanded in this pilot. No, because it's supposed to be like the beginning of the story. Yes. And also, they probably couldn't afford Bruce Campbell. Because remember, he shows up at the end of the movie as Westlake. Yeah, that's actually a bit of an in-joke because uh, Sam Raimi and Rob Taper wanted Bruce Campbell to play Peyton Westlake. But oh. uh, I guess the studio wanted Liam Neeson, so. Okay. Yeah, well, studio, it worked. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it did work. I mean, the studio did reject saying they didn't think Bruce Campbell could carry such a role. This was about 20-some-odd years before Evil Dead, mind you. The Stars series, obviously. They didn't know no better. They didn't know Bubba Hotep would be like a cult classic like 13 years later. No, they did not. But hey, here it is in the future that we created and that we know better and now we think, you know what? He could totally pull it off. And most of the pilot and most of the uh, story, because remember, this pilot was only, what, 22, 23 minutes long? Yeah, it's basically... <laughs> this is basically exposition, this series. Because there's so much exposition in this pilot. Yeah. We're basically getting all of the uh, building blocks out of the way. But there, no, there's no room for us for a story. We're just going for background information right now. Yeah, it's just the backbone of the series. It's almost like a 20 minute clip show almost. They even use B roll from the movie. Not only do they use B roll from the movie, they use B roll for the city skyline from Blade Runner. So yeah, a lot of exposition. Not a lot of story. They were hoping that they could sell the series based on the exposition and then just flesh out the story later. Nope! Fox took one look at the video and said, pass. But hey, we did get two made-for-video sequels out of it, so... Yeah. Not a total loss. No, not a total loss at all. So do we want to watch this together? No, I want to be bored on a Friday evening. Of course I want to watch it. Okay. We begin 
and all good stories do at the beginning. He's got a shopping cart. He looks like he's getting ready for the big sweep, Dark Man. Only his sweater is more like a trench coat and a fedora. I really can't see him in the laboratory yelling, What's a heifer? A heifer. What's a heifer? Heifer, heifer. Think about a heifer. Run, run, Matt, run. Just run. Think about a heifer having a hysterical time at a comedy club. What is a heifer? So we're at the laboratory. And, oh God, is it possible, however improbable, that they took clips of Larry Drake from the movie and basically Power Rangered the clips with... Oh yeah, they did! Yeah, because you can clearly tell that's Liam Neeson crawling. Not only can you do that, they have a clip where you see a guy punching out Durant. But Durant is flying and you can hardly see his face. (laughs) Oh, there's there's Westlake's burning (laughs) skeleton. Oh! And there's, there's, you can there's, tell his wife's dead because you can see a picture of his wife. And now here's Westlake's body, ninety-five percent covered in third-degree burns. Obviously. Oh, what irony, though, Chico! He tried to help burn victims, and now he's the burn victim. Yep. But it would shape the storyline in that he has lost the ability to touch due to the operation that saved his life. They cut off a, uh, they cut off, I believe, one of his main uh, cerebral nerves. And now he has uh, like this constant rush of adrenaline going through his body. And it's keeping him alive. However, he can no longer feel physical pain. Oh, that's sucks. Well, that's probably good. He can't feel pain anymore. Or anything, for that matter. We got some kids spray painting. That's the first thing he does when he escapes the hospital. He reminds a spray painter that spray painting's against the law. And also, you misspelled evil. Not only is he incredibly mad, he is also a stickler for spelling. How hard is it to spell evil? You spelled it with an O, kid. An O. Hey, better than evil can evil. He spelled his E-V-E-L. Yeah. But wait, Dark Man, he crushes this spray paint can. Boom! Knock said kid into a wall. A reminder. You don't mess with Dark Man. Hey, look. B-roll footage from Blade Runner for the city skyline. Why is the city exploding? I don't know, because that's... I have no idea. Is this... I don't remember the movie taking place in a dystopian future. Yeah, it's like... It's because this is the future, and in the future, things explode. I don't know. But yeah, he set up his own safe space here at what looks to be an... A planetarium? Yeah, or it's an old an planetarium. An, an old observatory? It's an old planetarium slash observatory. Hello, children. My name is Dr. Adams. Welcome to the planetarium. 
I thought it was planetarium. Well, it is, but I have a bone disease which impedes my ability to pronounce the T in planetarium. That's a pretty weird bone disease. Where he monitors crime throughout the city and also continues his work on making a more permanent version of his synthetic skin. Imagine Phantom of the Opera if you were Batman. Ooh, that's a good comparison. Okay, he's made a new face! Looks like his old face! What's he gonna do with it? He's gonna go to, like, this club. He's gonna go to a club, and he's gonna look for Durant wearing a black mask. Now, how's that gonna help? It's not. It'll just make him look all badass. He looks like the Green Hornet wearing it. I think that's the idea. He has 90 minutes to find Durant and, I, I don't know, kill him or something. And you, you have to admire how how confident he is. Just walking around, doing his thing, pulling magic tricks out of his pockets. What? And telling Durant to open the magic trick at uh, exactly minute number 98. It looks like. Oh no! Oh, uh, my face is starting. My face. Oh is, no! Here we face. go! Oh, oh no! no. I, I'm having a bad face day, guys. Uh, open oh. this. <laughs> oh boy! Boy! Kills. I ah! <laughs> Remember me, son. <laughs> hold on! Hold on! I want to show the face here. <laughs> What just happened? <laughs> that is so... Oh, gracious. Oh, my God. Somebody exfoliated a little too much there. Mike, your reaction to the face? It's not something I can say on this podcast. No, wait, I want to go back a second. Okay. To, the, to that little boxy open. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was a coffin, obviously. Yeah, it's a coffin. Is it just me or is that Billy Barty that's in the coffin? (laughs) (laughs) It's small enough. Instead of fighting uh, Larry Drake's character, he fights this Street Fighter guy doing (laughs) Street Fighter. This Power Ranger reject. Comes and gives him what for the nards, and then he's like, "Yeah." He throws him, and Larry Drake's like, "Oh!" He's like, "Okay, back to shooting this guy." Boom, 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 boom. All the booms, and there's seventeen-year-old police officer watching everybody just get dead bodies. Dead bodies. And right now, everybody's just trying to figure out what's going on, who's responsible for this, and more importantly, who's this dark man guy? Yeah, who is this dark man guy? Wait, it's this guy. He was digging up a grave? Okay. And it kind of sort of makes sense, because like we said before, one of the things that dark man can do is take on the visage of 
anybody he comes in contact with. You know, it's sort of a special effects trick. Oh. Take, take a random guy from a crypt, make a mold of his face, put some skin on said mold, but a big bit of boom, instant disguise. Of course, he doesn't do that right there. He does, on the other hand, meet our police officer friend who manages to subdue uh, Dr. Westlake. Not knowing... Now, she suspects that he is in league with Darkman, but she doesn't know that he and Darkman are one and the same. Uh, Oh, yeah. One thing she does come to figure out, though, handcuffs are no match for him. Nope. I still say there's no way she's 17. None. Yeah, there's got to be like a rounding error or something. Something. There's got to be something. IMDb, I don't know what you're thinking. But I don't know what you're thinking either. But anywho, it looks like Durant has gotten the jump on her, which is never good. But luckily, Darkman comes to her aid. In all of his dark manish glory. He returns her to the sanctuary to uh, patch up her wounds. And he's basically giving her the whole uh, spiel of, well, in so many words, I'm a friend. We're both on the same side. We both want the same thing. Just stay out of my way. And then up. Here comes obvious B-roll from the movie. Obvious, obvious B-roll is obvious. Yep. And then Darkman runs into the same guy from the beginning of the pilot. And all the guy wants out of Darkman is to be his friend. That's it. Yeah, all he wants to do is be his friend, even though he exported a spray can in his face. Yeah. But then Darkman notices in the puddle... Oh! It's it's not evil. It's love backwards! I guess he can't spell after all, kid. (laughs) And that's how we know that somewhere in that visage of neuroses and burn scars. Oh, yeah. Paxton Westlake is still in there. Yeah. And he will not rest until the person who effed his ass up is brought to justice. Damn right. Or at least until he can find a synthetic skin compound that lasts more than the actual movie. And that's the pilot. Well, well, while you guys were doing that, I did try to verify Kathleen York was born in 75. I can't find anything that says she isn't born in 1975. Maybe she just looked very mature at age 17. Who knows? Maybe the Dark Man pilot was after 1992. And maybe they're wrong with the whoever uploaded this on YouTube. I don't know. Well, IMDb does attribute it to 1992. It gives now this gets even weirder. The release date that IMDb gives for this is February 21st of 1992. 
she would have been 16. This does not make any sense. I know this shouldn't be my big takeaway, but this is weird. Well, I mean, it's, it's dark, man. The whole movie, just watching it for the first time is weird. But this is even like a, a weirder sort of like offshoot. Yeah. But suffice it to say, this was made for Fox and it was made in a hurry. And it looks like it was made in a hurry. It was like, we only have a week to shoot this. It was, it was, it, it was done during Kathleen York's winter break for Christmas. We can start on December 17th, but damn it, we got to be done by January 2nd. Oh, God. He's got to go back to 11th grade or something like that. Yeah. But like we said before, a good idea doesn't die just because the pilot is bad. There were two made-for-video sequels made, 1995's The Return of Durant and 1996' Die, Dark Man, Die. There was a six-issue mini-comic series in Marvel Comics in 1993, and in 2006, Dynamite Entertainment published a crossover that pitted Dark Man against Sam Raimi's Ash Williams of the Evil Dead franchise. Wow. Talk about coming full circle, am I right? But yeah, Darkman as a character, doing fine. In fact, you can find all three of the movies on DVD, and a Blu-ray edition was released in 2010 and 2014 by our friends at Shout Factory. I do not know if this pilot was uh, a hidden Easter egg in any of those, to my knowledge. Who knows and who cares? There you go. Dark Man is a cult hero, a cult figure, a cult classic when Sam Raimi could not get a rights to a superhero movie. It made a lot of money in the theater, but in 1992, it was almost a thing on TV. This was exposition, the series, like I said. It was just... Exposition, exposition, exposition. But we need to uh, have him go out on adventures to see what he can do. Damn it, more exposition! Okay, but it's only 30 minutes long. We only have enough money for 30 minutes. (laughs) And actually, sorry, we spent it all on hookers and blow. We only have more money for 15 minutes. Wait, Universal still gave us a copy of the movie, right? Yeah. Get your copy of Blade Runner and meet me in my garage in about half an hour. I've got an idea. (laughs) They edited this together hastily on the video toaster. I don't know. Where is my goddamn toaster? Because I want some toast. Call back to the Instagram stories, folks. Call back to the Instagram stories. I got something for you guys. It's eBay Prices Right time.
Today we're bidding on exposition. <laughs> How much will you pay for 22 minutes of exposition? It's not three bitty. Three bitty. You're bidding on a lot of three Nintendo NES games, and one of them is the Dark Man NES game. But also in this lot is Battle Tank from Absolute Entertainment and the Wheel of Fortune Family Edition. So you three can. Betty. <laughs> what me... are three video games that have never been in my kitchen? Let me read this description. A lot of three Nintendo NES games Dark Man, Battle Tank, and Wheel of Fortune Family. Condition is good. Ships with USPS first class. Tested, cleaned, all work. See picks for conditions. Good luck! You'll need it. Good luck! You'll need it! Chico, I'm going to start the bidding with you. Three bitty. Mike. Six ninety nine. Guys? Are you ready for the price of this? One hundred and sixty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. I would. You know what? You know what that is. Wait, does that come with Liam Neeson and Kathleen York and Pat Sajak and Vanna White? No. What? And a tank. And a tank. Yeah. I and to prove I'm not joking, I posted the picture in the Facebook chat. There it is. I am not making the price up. One hundred sixty-nine to oh oh, and you want me to throw in fifteen bucks for shipping? Get the beep out of here. Fifteen bucks for shipping, not fifty. I said fifteen. Okay, I thought you said fifty, but <laughs> that—that's crazy. The f- out of here. I, I really think Chico and I have the more reasonable prices. I wouldn't pay much more than probably Did about Do you understand how the insane prices of NES games these days? Well, then I should sell them off my personal collection. I didn't know they're that crazy. I'm guessing it's because the Darkman game is like super rare because I'm, yeah. I'm guessing because I'm seeing like copies of them going for like $20, $30 on eBay. Some going for like $69.99. There's one that's $150 in the box. And how do we know? How do we know that this is an actual, uh, an actual copy of the game as you bought it in 1990, not just a ROM hack and a 3D printed NES convenience sling? How do you know? Well, they have 12 pictures on the description, so you can clearly tell in the 12 pictures that these are real NES games. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking at the. Uh, I'm looking at the pictures right now. Well, yeah. I, I'm looking at the, the completed listings. Every single one is like over twenty five dollars. Even the manual by itself is going for, went for over twelve dollars. Okay, step one: buy all the games. Step two: put three of them in a bundle. Step three: step four: profit. I got my copy of Wheel of Fortune Family Edition like a couple of years ago for like 15 bucks. So I beat you, whoever's eBay selling these three games. Also, we shouldn't discount Battle Tank because, again, looking at eBay, it goes for like $10, $15. It's as low as it looks like about 5 but I'm seeing most of them in the 10 to 15 range. Okay. So you're paying 
So you pay $15 for Wheel of Fortune, $15 for Battle Tank, and $139 for Dark Man is what I'm gathering from this. No, it, it's still wrong. I mean, it, it, it's it's horribly overpriced. Even though, you know, we could justify it a little, a little teensy-weensy bit by saying, hey, Dark Man is a $20 to $30 game and Battle Tank is... Uh, a fifteen dollar game. That's still a hundred dollars more than what it should be or, or could be. Yeah, a little bit. What can we say? It was a movie. It was a video game. It was almost a TV series. But Dark Man as a franchise, it's just it's just fine. It's fine. It's good. Yeah. Looks good. Yeah, it looks good. Looks good. Looks good. Looks good. Looks good. Looks good. Oh, it 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 looks good. Looks good. You know what else looks good? What else looks good? The episodes we have available at ItWasAThingOnTV.com. We have all the episodes, all 251 of them from the last two years or so. And that includes our mini-sodes and our live watches, uh, special events, links to our feeds, on all social media, except for Facebook, because Zuckerberg wants that F money. So we had to name our thing. It was a thing on TV podcast there. And of course, we're also on the YouTube. Don't forget to like our videos, subscribe to our feeds, hit that notification bell. So you can stay up to date on all of our future entries. Like the one we have for later this week, which was a game show created by a legend who was on a bit of a roll during the 80s, having created two short-lived but fan-favorite game shows already. But CBS wasn't keen on the third for some reason. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate. But what does all this have to do with Parker Brothers? You'll find out next time right here on It Was A Thing On TV. Thanks for listening. Please be kind to each other, and we will see you for the next one. Well, Sure, I could have stayed in the past. Could have even been king. But in my own way, I am king. Hail to the king, baby. <laughs>